0: All right, hey everyone. Why don't we go ahead and and kick things off? Uh, I think Mod's not at a mic today, so I'll be hosting. So happy to give uh, an update on my end first. So wanted to spend a, a minute or two sharing thoughts, some thoughts on the ordering and timing of the next couple uh, proposed beanstalk upgrades, as well as the as well as the deployment of wells. Because I'm not sure how much uh, how much time we've actually spent talking about it uh, on these on these recordings, so I think it's helpful to get it on the record to some extent. So, at the moment, there are, depending on how you slice it, uh, two or three different upgrades that beanstalk farms would like to propose to uh, upgrade beanstalk uh, before the deployment of wells. So, one of those is the are are the sunrise improvements changes that uh, Chai Kitty and Breen uh, have worked on over the last couple of months? It's mostly been in review and audit stages more recently, and that can be broken down into primarily a couple different changes. The first of which that Chai Kitty worked on, which is the uh, sunrise award incentive optimization that takes into account the the state of Ethereum, like gas prices, uh, among other things, to uh, reduce bean issuance. Uh, for the Sunrise Award. The other part is the uh, morning or Dutch auction that Breen implemented that is unlikely to have a significant effect uh, on beanstalk in the near term, given that soil is abundant. But the concept is that whenever there is uh, you know, increasing demand for soil in the future, that fewer pods will be issued whenever uh, demand for soil is uh, excessive, if you will, and uh, the UI that Redbean's designed for that is is pretty nice. So excited for everyone to see that when the when the time comes. Um, the other is that I suppose we could slice it or call it Silo v three point one, in which there are a couple primary changes. The first of which is the removal of the withdraw timer that Green has also been working on. Uh, the concept there is that you know any any timer that in which you are unable to claim, withdraw, and claim assets at once uh, is just an inefficiency uh, from a UX perspective. And that that change also requires that earned beans be distributed on a time-weighted basis. Given that, if only the withdraw timer was removed, the uh, bean stock would be subject to a sandwich attack akin to one where someone deposits assets in the silo calls Sunrise, earns beans, and then withdraws uh, in the same transaction. So uh, that part is a little bit uh, involved and also a change that we're hoping that gets started on a, on a re-audit sometime in the near future. Uh, the other part of what we would call Silo V3.1 is the cumulative grown stock per BDV changes that Pete's Van has been working on, and that is a necessary foundation for facilitating a future stock gauge system as well as uh updating the seeds per bdv more easily for a given asset on the deposit whitelist so what that looks like in practice is uh transitioning deposits from being indexed uh, based on season to being indexed based on uh a cumulative grown stock per bdv which perhaps uh Either Chad or Publis can share more on the the technical details uh, later on the call if they're if they're interested in doing so. But the idea is that after that change is made, uh, it would be very straightforward to uh, update, for example, the unripe bean three curve LP seeds per BDV reward from four uh, to two, which uh, you know later last year, you know perhaps it was uh, Backist or, or some other folks that participated in the discussion. Apologies if I'm if I'm misremembering uh, around September, October or so, the idea being that beanstalk doesn't necessarily need to uh, incentivize unripe bean three curve LP holders any more than unripe bean holders. And so uh, that change in particular is uh, especially likely to have an impact on, impact on peg maintenance uh, immediately or or shortly thereafter. so, that's a quick overview of some of the, the upgrades that we'd like to propose to Beanstalk uh, over the next couple months before the deployment of wells. And then, of course, the post-deployment of a BeanEath well, there would also need to be a BIP that whitelists the BeanEath well LP token as well as facilitates the, uh, all the necessary integrations with Beanstalk. So think like update, changing the, uh, the Beanstalk oracle uh, facilitating converts to and from that beneath well, uh, et cetera, and things like that. So I think that uh, other folks on the call probably have more to share there and uh, have some other thoughts that I wanted to share, but we'll uh, kick it over to uh, SiloChat for now to give an update on what's going on in their world.
1: What's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for the overview there, Guy. Uh, we've been, uh, for everybody else's context, we've been working to try to nail down the exact timeline for things. So everything's sort of adjustable depending on audits and et cetera, but just wanted to give uh, a little bit better insight in terms of the the sort of, you know, set of things that's going to be uh, hopefully deployed in the next uh, couple of months. In terms of the past week of dev, a couple things. So uh, first and foremost, we engaged a new auditor to begin an audit uh, of Wells alongside Halborn. So they've begun that process uh, as of as of Monday, believe it's going on for another couple of weeks. Uh, The auditor, the audit uh, from is called Cifrin, if you happen to see them on uh, Twitter, give them a shout out. Uh, They've been great to work with so far. Ultimately, I I think we talked a little bit about this previously, but just really trying to uh, make sure that wells is, you know, well architected and reviewed by lots of different people. And so that's part of our effort there. So we've been supporting them and onboarding in that process. Um, sort of a couple things in flight currently. uh one, we've begun a team code review of the initial pump architecture, which Publius has developed. uh did some calls this week discussing uh progress on that and you know, some changes and and further points of research. uh ultimately, we we think that the pump is, you know, something that uh you know it's it's a crucial piece of the infrastructure to get right. and uh we really want to make sure that, the math and the testing and et cetera is is, is locked down. So, well, we're tackling that from a number of angles, including you know our own internal testing and multiple auditors looking at that. But that process is moving forward, and will likely take uh, you know at least another week or so to really have a fully fleshed out uh, test suite and et cetera. Um, in tandem with this, Breen and I have been finalizing uh, one of the components that Guy mentioned, which is the Sunrise improvements, uh, changes, the core of these changes was developed back in December. But since then, we've been updating them to, uh, you know, basically add some documentation and, and refactor a couple of things for gas efficiency. So have been performing that process and, and expect that process to to be completed before before the end of this week. On sort of middleware and other components. So all of the the non contract side components of wells That would be necessary for a launch are currently moving forward on the front end and middleware side. So Cujo has uh, completed a first draft of the subgraph schema for Wells, uh, and Marshall and Alex are currently in the process of developing the 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 integration into the Beanstalk UI. So we'll we'll probably have a test version within Beanstalk Farms at least uh, active, you know, hopefully in the coming couple of weeks. There's a number of other you know, small upgrades and changes happening, um, and actually some of them not small. In particular, uh, Bean Sama has been working on a, a very large feature, which would support uh, both Claim and Duex and uh, Plant and Duex on the majority of forms on the website. So this would help you know, just reduce gas costs for, uh, for various transactions and kind of boost, uh alongside our, our you know, interest in composability. Uh, of transactions. So that is uh, very far along in development. We're uh, pivoting a couple things related to how plant and X is performed at that sweet red beans is redesigned. But uh, ultimately, that should be nearing uh, a release and isn't dependent on any of the the BIP work going out. So that will probably go out uh, before those things, we hope. Let's see, uh, checking my list. I think that really covers the 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 core of it for right now. I would uh, I would shout out uh, folk. There's a couple folks here who uh, I've been talking with over the past week about uh, about you know joining the the team or working on things within the Beanstalk ecosystem. Uh, a couple people this in the past week have pushed some upgrades to the, the Beanstalk UI. You know, basically of their own accord uh, in in sort of an open source fashion. So just want to emphasize uh, first of all to to everybody who's done that, you know, thank you for, for hopping in and, uh, and, and writing some code, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in doing more, check out the issues page or, or reach out to me. And then just for everybody else, you know, we're I think we're at a really, uh, you know, exciting inflection point in a way in terms of developer interest in Beanstalk. And so let's, uh, let's keep the pedal on the, on the floor and, and keep this thing moving forward.
2: Awesome, thanks for the update, Chad. Red beans. Anything you wanted to share today? Yeah. Thanks, Guy. Um,
3: so, over the last week, finished sort of an early version of the the uh, Bitcoin futures sort of three dimensional charting interface. Uh, it's been a really good exercise. We've actually found a couple sort of gaps and uh, hopefully things that will also sort of apply to. The, the pod marketplaces. we're thinking of generalizing these components further. Um, so at least for the next few weeks, I'm hoping to step away from charting uh, for a little bit and focus on some of these upgrades that are coming out in the near future. Um, Chad sort of mentioned the, the ability to add claim and plant and a number of other transactions to the different forms on the website. And so uh, focusing on getting that out uh, hopefully as soon as possible. Um, and then there are some other UI sort of minor tweaks uh, with the forms that will go out as, as part of that upgrade. Uh, you know, shout out Mr. Mochi and Nasjaq for mentioning some of those in the UX feedback channel. Uh, if, you, if you guys have any more thoughts there, please feel free to share. Uh, some other things that I'm sort of hoping to work on in the next few weeks is making sure that the UI for the, the field temperature, dodge auction upgrades uh, is ready to go and when the BIP uh, goes live. Uh, another sort of big project of my mind is rethinking the sort of integration of the farm balance in the UI. I think it's, it's done pretty poorly uh, as it currently stands. And so hopefully want to sort of rethink that from first principles and think about how we can build a better experience uh, to sort of manage and utilize your farm balance. Uh, as part of that work, hopefully, we'll uh, add the ability to transfer uh, your farm balance between, uh, well, transfer to and from your your farm balance with uh, other farmers, and then, um, <laughs> and then uh, hopefully revisit the uh, the the wells uh, UI that you know we sort of built a few months ago and and haven't really had a, a chance to to sort of uh, perfect. And so hopefully we'll make some minor tweaks there before the UI goes live there. Um, noted guy next time. I'll I'll, I'll be sure to uh, not click around so much, but that's, that's my update for this week.
0: Apologies. Didn't mean to distract, <laughs> but yeah, I heard a lot of clacking. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, could you share some con- or shed some light on the impetus for working on that Bitcoin future stuff, like in the context of, you know, just for like, you know, I'm sure there's some folks listening and that uh, may, may not understand why that's being worked on at the moment. Uh, maybe you can talk about that in light of, you know, the generalized marketplaces with regards to Wells and Tractor and things like that.
3: Yeah, of course. So uh, the basic idea is, you know, we sort of assume that as sort of Wells and Tractor gets built up, there's going to be a lot of, need for a sort of generalized charting solution that's going to be able to support uh, not just, you know, fungible assets, but obviously, you know, the pods, pods are a great example where they're uh, sort of semi-fungible. And then there are other assets, you know, with, you know, deposits are another good example of this. And so uh, I think in the the long-term sort of future, uh, we're going to have to build some pretty interesting charting tech, which doesn't really exist today anywhere else. And so the thought process behind putting together a sort of Bitcoin uh, futures chart was to see if we can take some of this tech that we've developed or some, I, I guess at this point it's mostly a demo, but the demo that we've developed and see if it generalizes to other sorts of assets which, with a similar structure, which futures is 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 similar in nature in the sense that uh the the expiry of a futures contract sort of uh impacts the the value and sort of the the trading activity behind or around
2: that specific asset
3: um and the the reason for that is you know there's there's been sort of a discussion and to see you know, whether or not there would be appetite for this sort of charting solution uh, from, you know, other, I don't want to say customers, but other users. So if we, if we develop like a really awesome charting technology, uh, is there a use case for, you know, some other exchanges who would want to use uh, this technology? And if that's the case, then how do, you know, I think sort of discussion on what that looks like and, you know, if that falls under Beanstalk Farms and all of this is sort of, getting figured out in real time and sort of depends on
2: the type for this like charting interface. Uh, but that's sort of, that's sort of how we're
3: thinking about it. So that's why, that's why, uh, I've been spending, you know, the last few weeks sort of thinking about this and, and trying to generalize that, that charting interface to a different asset, uh, structure. So, not sure if that you know, answers your question, if that was too much or too little, but you know, if anyone else
2: has questions, please feel free to ask.
0: I think that was great. Uh, I think at some point it would be really cool to have you do maybe a little demo at one of these DAO meetings at some point.
2: That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, definitely happy to do that. Great. Uh, yeah, we
0: can chat about that later. Figure out, figure out when. Sweet. Uh, cool. I have some other thoughts I wanted to share on like budget stuff, things like that. But uh, hopefully, folks have been thinking of questions as we walk through some of this stuff. Is you know that'll be the remainder of the the hour or so. But perhaps I'll kick it over to Publius see if uh, there's anything in particular that they want to discuss or give an update on, et cetera
4: nothing in particular to report on this end uh would just comment that have found the community calls and dev calls uh happening at an increased cadence recently very helpful to get everyone up to speed on what's going on and facilitating really positive discussion and it's unclear whether that cadence of twice a week two hours uh is n- necessary in perpetuity or whether that's even sustainable, but certainly as a sprint uh, to sort of get everyone's heads together and get people on the same page, I uh, have found it to be very helpful and already noticing some more uh, synergies and connections happening as a result of some, of some of the community members presenting what they've been working on, which is really wonderful and would encourage other people that are doing other stuff to, uh, saw in the in the general chat uh, Bushi talking about uh, a game where the in-game currency is being uh, the, no we haven't had irrigation present yet. Uh, the more that uh, people feel comfortable talking about what they're working on, why they're working on it, how others can benefit from it. Uh, I think that the network effect around our ecosystem is going to benefit tremendously so just want to continue to create uh, an environment collective that we all feel really comfortable contributing to and uh, ha- have really been enjoying that over the past couple weeks. So uh, I think we have another dev call uh, after the Dow meeting and uh, we'll just encourage everyone to continue to come and ask questions and talk and uh, feel like together we're all going to figure this out.
2: So it's very exciting.
0: Thanks, Mubus, and uh, yeah, would agree. Feel like in many ways the first and second dev calls sort of in- indicated a need for uh, more time having those very calls. So think that at least for the next uh, couple weeks or few weeks, we'll probably continue to do those uh, twice a week. And folks can always find the timing uh, in the at the top of the top left of Discord on the the events section.
2: But in general, it will be uh, Tuesdays a couple hours before class, and then Thursdays right after these down meetings. So one other thing I wanted to mention before we maybe uh,
0: pause for some questions was uh, the you know the BIP 33, which was the combined Q1 and Q2 budget for for beanstalk farms, passed yesterday, uh, which is exciting. I think that. You know, the the last couple months have taught us that uh does require there's requiring a lot of effort to you know pass and campaign for these these BIPs uh, etc. So that was exciting to see. However, you know, don't think that conversations around how to structure funding development should necessarily stop because you know, in many ways, the existing model or or the current model for for funding development is imperfect in a lot of ways and. You know, in light of what Chad talked about and what I was mentioning earlier about uh, all these various projects to coordinate across, I feel like the last couple of weeks in particular have made it even more clear to me that for now, in you know, for the for the stage that Beanstalk is at, that a uh, team-based development approach is the most optimal one. Uh, you know, particularly in the context of uh, ROI for the DAO and yeah, I just wanted to say that pretty excited for the group and team we have at the moment. And I think that, you know, there were some conversations around uh, whether the team-based approach makes sense versus, you know, having everything be, uh, you know, bountyized or grant-based and sort of feels like one of the main things people are concerned about when they surface those uh, ideas is the, you know, trade-off of accountability in that, you know the trade-off of someone having a, a salary per se is that there aren't recurring check-ins for for the Dow uh, to do necessarily, and so in that light, would just encourage everyone to uh, challenge us, uh, i.e., members of the the BFC that that hire other beanstalk farms contributors and decide on compensation. Would encourage everyone to challenge us directly, uh, you know, on whether the Dow is getting its bang for its buck on. Uh, each of these individual things. And, you know, if you aren't comfortable doing that uh, in the public discord, uh, my DMs are always open as well. And, yeah, just wanted to mention that don't think discussion should necessarily uh, stop on that front is all.
2: And thank you for everyone who did
0: participate uh, in the discussion over the last, uh, you know, two, three weeks before and, and during the, the budget proposal. So we'll, yeah, move over to some questions, and feel free to unmute or drop questions in the barnyard chat. But Backist asks, uh, what would be the process for changing governance along the lines of switching to yes-no voting or reducing the quorum? Yeah, I feel like, uh, to me, it's honestly a little bit unclear. I feel like we've talked about, particularly in the last governance discussion, about what would be appropriate to change via via BOP or BIP uh hard to say i feel like you know changing quorum itself is you know a significant enough change that in principle it should probably be a bip uh and it's not like we're really using snapshot as the uh arbiter of truth for for what quorum is um but yeah curious if anyone else has any other thoughts on that
4: the spirit of governance is probably such that changing the calculation around voting participation should require a bit, but uh, obviously your point, as governance is now being done on the chain and theory, anything goes, but feel pretty strongly that anything that changes the
2: I think we lost you for a
4: second. I think I got kicked off. Can you guys hear me now? Yep, I can hear you. Uh, was just saying that think that anything that changes the structure of governance
2: should probably go through a Bib itself.
0: Fair enough. And and what's your rationale for potentially stock delegation being a BOP that it isn't necessarily changing the structure of governance per se,
4: and more so that there's nothing in a in a permissionless environment that Beanstalk can do to prevent delegation from happening. And so a BOP is probably more appropriate, given that this is just implementing something that doesn't require a change at the beanstalk level, but is a procedure that we would all be collectively signaling support of. But given that a permissionless environment, no Bib would be necessary to implement delegation, it probably doesn't require a contract, uh, a vote at the contract level. That
0: makes sense. All right, we'll go ahead and pause for another, another minute. Uh, again, feel free to unmute or drop any questions in the chat.
2: All right, going once, going twice.
0: Uh, and as mentioned earlier, uh, we'll be kicking off that uh, second dev call of the week at the top of the hour.
2: do you maybe want to share what you were hoping
0: to discuss there, uh, like with regards to indexing tech around wells and tractor and the like? Maybe not have the discussion itself, uh, given that that's what the call is for, but share what, what you're hoping to cover.
2: So
4: now that there's been some level of presentation from participants in the ecosystem on what is being built, on chain, there's a subsequent question around what is the necessary other pieces of the the stack off chain that is necessary to facilitate the the creation of products that 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 use all this tech, and effectively there's front ends that need to be built and uh, indexing that needs to happen, and so. Feel like it would be helpful to have to start to have the conversation collectively around uh, indexing on-chain information and how to best do that. Whether subgraphs are going to be a major part of that story, uh, how all of this should work together, and what is the type of work that needs to get done uh, along those lines. So, hoping to just get a little bit more into the weeds on that front to start
2: and see where it takes us. Awesome.
0: Well, before we hop, uh, how did a couple in, in light of what Poovis was talking about with regards to, you know, synergy in the community and, and coordination across the, the beanstalk farms team had a couple, uh, community shout outs that I wanted to give, uh, in light of all the various, the various work happening. Cause it's been really exciting to see a bunch of different farmers, uh, across the ecosystem, stepping up to, to help out what we're all, what we're all building here. But, uh, wanted to thank Mr. Mochi, who had presented an idea a couple weeks ago about getting some like Beanstalk Discord branded uh, emojis, like similar to how BearChain and Olympus have their own. And I think within probably half an hour or so, GDP360 had an intro from us to the, uh, to the designer who did those for BearChain, and those have been started. Also wanted to thank him for all the participation, participation in the governance channel. Uh, around all the data they provided and insights. Uh, Backist over spent the better part of a couple months going back through all the previous recordings from over the summer uh, that we didn't get to add add timestamps for, take notes on, and think that that's really important stuff with regards to preserving Beanstalk's uh, historical record. Um, BIC stepped up to participate in what I'll say is a Undisclosed community project uh, that we're very excited about in the context of Wells Bean Merchant uh, is responsible for the intro that led to the Blockmates podcast that was launched yesterday, which was uh, I had to listen to, which was quite good. And I think that actually all three of these folks are here, uh, KXO, F-Soul, and Uncool Zero, who in many ways just found Beanstalk uh, on the internet. And found a couple of GitHub issues and just started uh, fixing stuff, which is uh, really amazing. So just wanted to mention a couple names there and apologies if I missed any, of course. But uh, yeah, I think it's uh, very exciting to see all the, the work happening around the farm and, and folks stepping up to do it.
2: Also, feels like
4: participation in these calls has gone up. We're now at over 30 people again, whereas at one, point dipped below like 10. So also nice to see the participation in DAO and other meetings uh, increasing steadily.
2: Agreed
0: there. All right. Well, why don't we call it there? Uh, we'll be back in the barnyard uh, at the top of the hour to talk about some of the things that Publius mentioned in the next dev call. But otherwise, uh, thanks, everyone, for coming.